0: This is disturbing. Believe it.
1: Okay. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 184 of the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armor. I'm here with Joe Morgan, Gad yeah, Zeus, and LJ Lowry. Yo, what up? This week we're geeking out about the new Ninja mixer for smoothies that you will make that will make you twitch. Hobbs and Shaw without the Calvin. And more on the best crossover in television. But first, special shout outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Aloe, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. That is... Be having a mouthful for me. And you start doing some like exercises before the podcast. <laughs> recite those quickly. Or just take a we love breath. you guys. Thank you so much for giving. Uh, thank you to everyone who gives on our Patreon. We appreciate it.
2: Indeed. Yeah.
1: What What video games you guys playing this week?
2: You guys go first.
1: Wait, I beat Sonic 06. I can stop talking about it. Hey! Awesome. I was excited.
2: That's honestly though, that is definitely a, an accomplishment though. Like. There's a lot of people yeah. that I'm sure have just thrown that game in the trash.
1: If I wasn't streaming, I would have played it for, like, a day and gone, okay, I get it. I understand. I'm not going to play this anymore. The uh, Which is really great. I'll spoil this because no one is going to want to play the game. You don't need to. Yeah. The <laughs> ending makes the game not canon. Which I think <laughs> is hilarious. No, that's kind it's that's of a, like... a weird sentence. That's fitting. <laughs> so, you know how Super Mario 2... Like, the original, it's all a dream. Oh, yeah.
2: That was, was that two or three? How oh, Three was, was like two. a stage play.
1: Three, two, three, is, was a stage three play. is a stage play. Two is a dream.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. And so, the very end of this game, it's got all this time travel stuff. Elise is like, well, if I blow this candle out, it makes sense for the game, then we'll never meet. And she's like, I don't want to. And then Sonic creepily tells her to smile, and then she blows out the candle, and then it goes black, because they never met. And so none of the events of the game ever happened.
2: Well, so why is everybody freaking about them kissing then? Because it never happened now, right?
1: I, I guess, but you still see it. Also, the kiss is not as romantic as I thought it was supposed it, to be. He's
2: like laying on the ground or something, isn't he? And like
1: He's dead. Yeah. He's like dead and she's like trying to bring him back to life by worshipping the gems, the... The Chaos Emeralds? Emeralds. Yeah, the the Chaos Emeralds. So she's praying to them for him to come back to life, so and she then was, so she was trying to at the end of her prayer him? kisses him.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the prayer, she kisses him, and then he comes back to life. And it's like, oh, okay, okay. Well, it didn't seem like a romantic kiss.
2: Okay, then she resuscitated him. Let's just. The most
1: creepy part about that entire game was Sonic's episode ending song, which was definitely this weird love song. <laughs> but I don't know. It was it was a fun adventure just because everyone, that tuned in and like kept me company. That's cool. It was fun to make fun of. I'm going to take probably, three or four weeks off, and then I'll play uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog next. Cool. Which is also a really bad game, but much shorter. <laughs> cool. Um, nice. I was playing other things, but let's get that out of the way. Joe, what were you playing?
3: So I went back to Wolfenstein Youngblood a little bit. Nice. Got two or, two or three more hours into that to kinda actually get a feel for the game. Would you like it any better? A little bit better. Uh it's it's kinda like there are three hub worlds with missions that you can pick up, and when you get a high enough level, like RPG level, you can mm-hmm. take on these towers. When you take out all three the towers in all three districts, I think you can go for the end of the game. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's, it took me like two hours to hit level 15 so huh I've got a big bunch of quests to do but it dynamically generates quests in the world too so you might finish your main mission then it goes oh you need to go playing a car bomb over here and oh. you literally run across town hit X on a car and it gives you like 10,000 experience or whatever almost
2: sounds kind of like uh, what would be like a public event or something in like a shared world game.
3: Sort of. Yeah, and the, and the huh. game's designed to be co op, but I'm playing right. with just the AI.
2: I hear the mm-hmm. AI is pretty comparable. Like, it's not too bad from what I heard.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, it's all right.
1: It uh, sounds very repetitive. Yeah. You're just shooting Nazis. That's
2: what, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard.
1: I mean, most shooters are uh, that, I guess. But, like.
3: Yeah, but most of them are like to... catered experiences, and this is kind of like we're yeah. generating this world full of Nazis, and it's going to repopulate yeah. as soon as you walk away.
2: And then the other games are known for like a solid linear story, and this one I hear kind of lacks
3: that. And I still think those two sisters, one of them is a total. just. They're like rock. They're like punk kids with the mm-hmm. most idiotic laughs. Just. <laughs> it really gets under my skin. You're like you're making your father
1: disappointed.
3: Yeah, <laughs> your dad is Terror Billy, and you're you're guffawing like, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever.
1: Dishonor on your father.
3: Uh, that's it.
2: dishonored is a different game. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I picked up Fire Emblem Three Houses this week.
2: Oh, cool. How are you liking it?
3: That's the one that
1: Shelly's all about, right? Yes. Okay. Shelly's
2: just all about Fire Emblem in general. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's this the, week
2: that's the that's the newest one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
3: am about an hour into it. I've not had a lot of time for it. I think what it, team did you choose? I'm the
1: Blue Lions. Go Mystic.
3: Which is the same one that Shelly chose, I believe. I'm pretty
1: sure I've told that joke all 3 weeks and I'm it's fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Committed. I think I was team Mystic too. Yeah. I was I, was, I just like uh, blue. What
2: was the yeah. what was the yellow one? Instinct?
1: Zap yeah, Mystic Instinct and I don't know. Valor.
2: Okay, so then if... So were... why
1: did you choose the same one as Shelly? I mean, is there a specific reason? Because I would think that you'd want to play something different so It was, you talk with Shelly. It was blue. Difference. You just like blue? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm see,
2: sorry. I would also go... I would go with the Golden Deer if I was playing, which is also... Yellow. if
3: I had to start over again right now, I think I'd probably go with the Golden Deer because I, I like the nonchalant, like, laid-back guy that represents that house yeah
2: i and, and then i almost want to if i when, when i do get it i also kind of want to pick a different team because that's also the one that my brother picked as well so it's like oh. i may have to mm-hmm. go black eagles if i ever pick up the game now
1: but there's a lot around the like sports teams
3: there's a lot around the compound to explore and people to talk to and little mini quests to do in the compounds but so you have like a calendar it's laid out month by month and you step through the calendar and do events day to day and then you have be- like big battles at the end of the month and stuff typically. Yeah, I hear it's getting okay.
2: compared to like Persona a lot because you have the social stuff and then you have like the battle stuff and like the dungeon stuff.
3: I could see that and you can improve the social standing depending on how you maneuver your units in battle.
2: That Oh yeah, cuz they had that thing cool. where in the other games where you can partner them up together like that.
3: Yeah, so if you're standing, you know, if you got one dude standing in front of an enemy, and you surround him with three other people, they mm. will all get Bond improvements if he attacks the enemy.
2: That's cool. They loosely wow. did stuff like that with like Awakening and all that, but it sounds like this one, they're really going deeper into that.
1: Yeah. I'm cool. enjoying Not it to so far. Pokemon through the mud, but it's crazy how elaborate this game seems and how diselaborate the Pokemon game is going to be. There's three different stories, and I was told that those three different stories can have different variations. Like, the three different houses can have variations within their stories. It just seems so crazy. And then all of the different aspects of this game as well. Yeah. Yeah, and you can,
3: if you end up leveling stats up and stuff, you can recruit members of the other houses and get them to jump over to your house. Yep. Wow. Uh, And then finally, I played a board game I wanted to talk about. I've played Aeon's End quite a few times. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Me and my best friend, his wife, and my girlfriend got together, and we've started Aeon's End Legacy, the legacy edition of the game.
2: Cool. That was that bigger one that they had at PAX that you didn't get at the time.
3: Correct, yeah. (laughs) You got everything else. (laughs) Yeah. So it's actually pretty neat, though. Everybody got a card with a character on it. You literally write your character's name on the card, and it has a male side or a female side, so you can pick which. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we played through the first mission, which has a whole story build up to it. Like, if you win, read this card. If you lose, read this card. Nice. And then we got, like, level up your character. You get access to create your own card with a special ability that you pick from... I mean, it's literally taking stickers and putting them on a card to create your character card. Cool. And altering your card as you play. So, like, as we finish missions, we'll get new abilities for our characters and stuff. I'm pretty just... Um, I mean, they're all they're all technically wizards, but mine is like a big beefy dude holding a battering ram. Oh. <laughs> so, is it I, a magical battering ram? Sure. Okay. <laughs> the, his is just a straight up battering ram. If you flip it over to the the female side, her battering mm-hmm. ram has a dragon's head and it's spitting flame out of the front of it. Okay. But his armor has spikes on the shoulders. Okay, so. that's cool. So, like, I named you're him probably like
2: a, You're probably like a tank then.
3: Yeah, I mean, everybody starts the same. You're literally starting everybody the same. And oh, the way okay. that the normal Aeons in-game works, every character has specific abilities. Oh. Okay. But as we play through this campaign, this legacy campaign, we're going to slowly create our own characters to have their own unique abilities and stuff.
2: I like that, because these legacy yeah. stuff, kind of like Gloomhaven and everything, it's almost like they're looking at D&D, and they're like, hey, how can we do that with our game?
3: Yeah. And, and streamline it. Yes. Yeah. According to the rules, once you finish the campaign for le- this this legacy campaign, you can literally take that character and play the regular Aeon's End game with that character. That is cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> we had our first session last night. Had an absolute blast with it. A lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So, that's all I've been playing this week. What have you been playing, LJ?
2: Cool. Uh, I've been playing a few different things. Uh, first of all, I got a new keyboard. A mechanical keyboard.
3: Nice. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I should probably mention the chair.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Yeah, before, so before I uh, talk
3: about the keyboard, Ewin Racing sent us a chair to review. We have an add up for them on the site. Yes, with a mm-hmm. code, code GUG. So if you're in the market for a gaming chair, that review should be live by the time you hear the podcast here. Go read my review of the chair. If you got any questions, feel free to ask me. But if you're in the market for a chair, I've got the XL size chair. Which is made for people that weigh up to like 400 pounds or are up to like six foot eleven. Oh, huh, okay. I feel like uh, I would feel very tiny in that chair. (laughs) So if I raise it all the way up, my feet dangle, and I'm five foot eleven. Wow. Wow. So. That's cool. But it's a really comfortable chair. I I had a a throne. Yeah, I had a (laughs) DX Racer that I I compared it to quite a bit. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. this thing's a lot more comfortable than the DX Racer personally.
2: Nice. That's cool.
3: Cool. Um, but yeah, so that is a sponsored thing. I should say that we're partnering with them mm-hmm. to let people know for transparency. Yeah. So if you are in the market for a chair, use code GUG when you check out. It'll save you twenty percent, and we'll get a small cut of that. So I think it's like twenty five bucks per chair, something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's not small for us. Twenty five bucks would be. That's yeah. Awesome.
3: That's I mean that's a month of Patreon, a pretty significant month of Patreon for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're already in the market for a chair. I think compared to DX Racer, this is a pretty good deal.
2: Cool. So, yeah, and you
1: support your favorite nonprofit. Yeah. Yes. I'll
2: try to include a uh, link, uh, the the actual affiliate link that that people can go to in our show notes. Cool. And put in the code GUG. Yeah. Cool. So um, back to what I was doing. Um, I got a new <laughs> keyboard. Yeah, what, <laughs> uh, so what'd you get? Uh, I got a uh, Corsair K70. It's it's the uh rapid fire they call it and so uh i i had to do some shopping around and understand exactly what the whole thing about mx switches and stuff meant oh yeah yeah because i i like that you could get into the weeds and that stuff oh and yeah. so uh with this one uh, i found out they were called something different they were called mx speeds and so basically what they are is they're like reds so, okay. uh, from what I'm told is like that, cherry uh, switches. yeah, they're like the cherry red switches. And so basically they're supposed to be that lighter, uh, style. Cause I think that's what reds are supposed to be okay. from, from my understanding. And so they're yeah. kind of somewhere in between like reds and browns. I think I heard, um, or that I was reading and, uh, it feels great. Like I've tried typing on it. I've uh, tried some games on it. Um, so basically, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. I've felt it. I've felt the difference between playing games. Like, uh, I tried a little bit of Splitgate Arena, and so it just okay. felt super smooth. Like, moving around, like, shooting portals out and everything. Yeah. Uh, I tried it with Mordhau. It felt really great with Mordhau. Just the combination of that and my mouse feels awesome in there. Has uh, Splitgate
1: got any more levels since the beta that I had played? Or is I, it the same arena?
2: Oh no, they've put plenty of new maps out. You played the beta, which had like maybe like two or three probably. Okay. Um, but cool. I've been loving that game. But and then I tried uh, Doom twenty sixteen this morning before work just to see how that felt. And just movement overall feels great. Um in like when you're when you're playing with one of these. Um so yeah, I really like it. I it was a renewal product from Amazon. So I there was a bit of a risk there, but it's also like Corsair certified, so it was like a refurbished product and so normally these okay. cost like 130 bucks and i think this one was like 70 okay so it was definitely a good budget you know ball like price for me personally
3: yeah i've got um, uh, a yeah. mine's a glorious gmmk nice and i've got i think i got green switches are which are like the crazy it's the loudest thing you can, you can yeah buy. Yeah. <laughs> whack,
2: yeah whack 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 <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i've enjoyed that um the other thing i have been doing in like i thought this was just going to be like a weekend like fling kind of thing but i've been sticking to it is i've been playing some tekken 7 competitively online
3: i bought that on ps4 and cool. haven't even fired it up i mean i bought it like years ago uh, months or years ago when it came out yeah so and te- haven't even played it yet
2: so uh huh. the interesting thing about tekken 7 is uh that game i think they said it's been at evo for five years Which is pretty long for a fighting game. And so, uh, but I just kind of picked a character I liked and started, you know, learning. uh, Jin is my main. And so uh, he's the son of uh, Kazuya uh, for for those who uh, aren't familiar with all the characters. But
1: so. It was a Tekken game where they had a. It was Jin running through like a 3D. Tekken
2: 5. That was, I think it was. um, well, they had Tekken 6, I think, had something like that, too, but it was called like, I think it was Tekken 5. That it I was like Tekken Force Mode or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I, I loved sta- that game when I had it. I started playing, like, casual matches, and so what I noticed about casual matches is they match you up with anybody. They don't really, they don't really like, tone it down, like, with people who are the same rank as you, really. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to go try my hand in ranked and see what's been going on and see if I could, you know, how that works. And so I was winning fights. Like, I think my win ratio is, like, 38% right now. And I've done about, nice. like, f- I think I've won maybe 15, 16 out of, like, 40-something matches.
1: Um, can you play as Eddie Gordo?
2: Yes, you can. Eddie that's Gordo he is. is, he's, like, known as, like, the cheese character, though. Yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why Cody
1: likes him. Yeah, I know. He's yeah. going um, to play as pretend you know what you're doing <laughs> you <laughs> yeah but mash and he does all sorts of cool stuff
2: yeah so I mean that's what I love about Tekken seven is it's a very accessible fighting game like especially uh with Evo a lot of you know a lot of fighting games especially the 2d ones they ask these big combos from you and just like so you can decimate people in like one shot without even them touching you uh what I like about with Tekken is you don't necessarily need those long combos to win if you're playing defensively and strategically like you can still take the win and so I, I really like that about it um, cool. so that's what i've been up to as far as gaming goes
1: cool i've also been playing octopath uh a lot i got through all of the chapter twos nice nice yeah so I'm, I'm making some good progress and then i guess there's four chapters right for each one yeah cool so about halfway through the game yeah yeah i'm enjoying it i'm really like kicking into that i think it's it's been a lot of fun it may be my glad. first rpg i actually beat that's awesome We'll see. <laughs> cool. What's uh, Oh, before we get into the news, we had a question uh, on our Discord. If you want to ask questions, you can use the hashtag GUGcast on Twitter, or you can use um, the GUGcast channel on Discord, like Darth Nader did. And he asked, not sure how many people here are fans of fighting video games, but I wanted to ne- wanted to ask, what was your favorite reveal during Evo over this past weekend? And I know this is pretty specifically for LJ, who paid a lot of attention to that.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, it was my first Evo I ever watched, and I've always kind of wanted to watch Evo and, like, watch some of that competitive stuff, so this was my first year <laughs> watching it. Um, so, really, like, to me, there weren't, like, really a lot of standout announcements. Uh, there was a lot of, like, season pass editions announced and, like, new season passes announced. Um, so, like, for Dragon Ball, they announced a couple characters. Uh, Samurai Showdown, they explained when the season pass is going to kick off for that, which if people like, pre-ordered that game, you got the season pass for free, which is a great move in my mind. So yeah, there wasn't really anything major. Uh, so Tekken actually had some new, new stuff, so we can go into gaming and kind of talk about that a little bit if you want for the gaming news.
1: Yeah, go for it, Joe.
3: Okay, so Tekken's revealed some new characters like LJ was talking about. One of the reveals, though, g- is maybe getting Evo in a little bit of trouble.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, so... What happened here is I, I actually saw when this happened. So, so real quick for the season pass, uh, it's Zafina who is a returning character from the series, uh, and then it's Re- Leroy Smith who is a um, who's an original character. He's this he's this black dude with dreads uh, with shades. Like he's like he's pretty much he's gonna be bl- he's a blind character, but uh, they built oh, a wow. backstory and every they had like a short little backstory and everything for him in the trailer. Uh, he looks awesome he looks like a really cool character and i think it's neat that they announced an original designed character for a season pass instead of some returning character or some guest character um there are some other features they're going to add and stuff later but so this thing that happened at evo um is so nothing nobody has taken any action yet but they pulled a joke that's probably going to land them in some hot water so before the grand finals um they did this thing where uh, on the screen it played like this clip of like a codex scene from metal gear and uh, where Snake uh, has a, has a, says a few, uh, line or two. And so everybody's like, wait, what was that? And uh, so everybody's kind of confused and they're like, Oh, like could they be revealing snake in metal gear after this grand finals over? And uh, so Evo came out later. Cause nobody, they didn't announce anything. So Evo came out on Twitter later and said, "Hey, this was no actual. This was not actually a reveal. We we thought it was going to be a, a funny joke. You know, it was just something fun we wanted to do. But you know, clearly, you know, we were wrong for that. And so even people like um, people were mad because it's it's the internet, right? You know, you're just gonna you're gonna be mad because oh, they're not getting this character. I thought that would be really cool in the game. Uh, but David Hayter, the voice actor of Snake." said hey you know you hey evo you didn't consult konami or myself to use my voice or likeness you know and uh so i don't know if anybody's going to take any action on that or anything but a lot of people are upset with evo because of that so
3: yeah you can't just use people's likeness and voice without permission yes yeah
2: yeah, so so nothing's happened as of this recording yet but maybe by Wednesday we could hear something if maybe Konami decides to take action or what I'm not really sure but but it was just it was a, it was a fun and interesting moment but it was it, you know it was like telling a it was kind of a bad joke <laughs> they kind of wasn't very good <laughs> okay hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: so that's kind of it for all that Evo stuff.
3: Okay, moving on from that. The most notable news that happened in the last week is that streamer Ninja announced that he was leaving Twitch and going over to Mixer, which is Microsoft's streaming platform. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I
3: I assume it's money. It's got to be related to money. He said he's getting back to his roots as a streamer. You don't get back to your roots with a quarter... He still has a quarter million people (laughs) following him on Mixer.
2: So didn't Mixer just announce like they're going to... like? offer monetization for everybody though
3: i mean anybody yeah and but the thing that gets me is subscriptions yeah the mixer was giving a the free i think it was a free month or two months to ninja particularly oh to try to drive those numbers up it's a good move on mixer's part they need a big name over there yeah they do right but I I mean it's it's pretty clear he's just chasing some dollar bills. Yeah, he had it sounds 14 like million bet. followers on Twitch.
1: Yeah. Which is crazy. Which that's why it surprised me that Mixer can I mean it's Microsoft, so maybe it doesn't make that isn't hard to believe, but to think that they can pull someone with 14 million viewers away from that money. It's got to be expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: And with him it's like I, you know we've we've kind of this topic has been circulating in in the streamer community for a while cuz there's people talking about going to mixer and stuff now and it's like you're especially if you're a small streamer you're only hurting yourself by making that move in my opinion because you already have a following on Twitch and not all of those followers are probably going to be aware you're doing that with ninja and, he had yeah. followers to lose basically he had yeah. the room yeah. for
0: that
3: uh, and with with mixer if you're considering going to Mixer, also consider that platform has been around two or three years. There are established streamers there. You're yep. not just going to start there
1: and blow up. Uh, yeah, there will be a right. few lucky ones, sure. There always are. If that were the case, you wanted to start three or four years ago when it right. started. Yes, right. I mean, tw- obviously Twitch.
2: Obviously up. Twitch is big too, but it's still one of those things where it's you know you're still going to want to stay where you're at.
3: I mean, we've seen different streaming services come along and try this, try pulling people away, and it's not, you know, Hitbox and other services like that, yeah, mm-hmm. not work. So I don't yeah, know. I, I mean,
1: Microsoft's behind Mixer, so it's got some bite, but mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of Snapchat and Instagram, which I know is a totally different realm, but a lot of people were saying that Snapchat was the next thing. You got to get into Snapchat um, as far as the business side of things go and then instagram did stories yeah
2: facebook has stories now youtube i think has stories everybody's got that weird story thing
1: and snapchat isn't irrelevant anymore a lot of people still use snapchat but like it didn't take over the social media realm because everyone else adapted yeah um and so that's really i think it with twitch is as long as twitch continues to adapt and grow which i think it will um they're smart enough to do so and it's not going to go anywhere.
3: I don't want to deter people from going to Mixer. There are good people right. on Mixer. There's good communities
1: over there. But yeah.
3: be aware that you're not just going to start streaming on Mixer and explode like you want. Yeah. Yes. That's,
2: exactly. Just
3: just be conscious of that. You're going to probably You're probably you going to have to jump up your on following Twitch and again. explode. Right. Yeah. Um. And then finally, Destiny Two uh, is the, their big
1: update is delayed out of September into October. Is hmm. that so? You guys are telling me about free Destiny, which got me excited. Does that happen? When is that happening? or is that waiting for this update to happen?
2: I think that's still happening in in September because they did say uh, initially that that's going to be in September, which was also when this expansion was supposed to drop.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm. Destiny wins. I was not going to play Destiny <laughs> two, and then they're like, "But it's free, Cody." Well, fine.
2: So here's what they're going to do with that is uh destiny so you'll get the base game and the first two expansions the small expansions you're Uh you're still gonna have to buy like forsaken and like the whole all the expansions related to that which is basically Mm -hmm. like like a taken king sort of thing um but now they're gonna start selling all this stuff piecemeal so let's say you don't want to play like forsaken let's just say you want to jump right into this new expansion that's coming out you can buy any of that stuff piecemeal and you don't have to pay like a ton of money for for all this stuff, you can just kind of pay for what you want, basically. Cool. You're going to get all of the Crucible maps. I think you're going to get access to all the Gambit stuff and all the side activities. It's just like the, a lot of the big story expansions and all that like big stuff that you're not going to be able to play.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah.
3: So that's it for the news this week. The pull list is pretty short. Uh, yeah. Only two notable releases this week. Metal Wolf Chaos XD, which is uh it's a from software game from the people that made well dark souls but more on the nose uh the uh i can't remember the mech fighting game now master of arena and that sort of thing um okay armored core
2: yeah armored core that's what i was uh, yeah that's what i was gonna say
3: so this is kind of along the lines of armored core it never actually came out in the west yeah and this is gonna be the first actual release of it in the west so Ooh. I'm interested because I really liked the Armored Core games growing up.
2: Armored Core was awesome.
3: Uh, and then we have someone reviewing the next game, Age of Wonders Planetfall. It's kind of a turn-based strategy game with some RPG elements in there. Yeah. Looks pretty cool. This one's futuristic sci-fi kind of based. And mm-hmm. I think it's out on everything. PS4, <laughs> Xbox One. Maybe not Switch, but it's out on the, the big consoles and PC Mm-hmm. this week and that's it for gaming this week
0: cool
2: cool
3: Would you guys see any movies half of one I watched the first half of Shazam I rented <laughs> it and got through about the first half and then it was super late so I fell asleep
2: yeah Okay. <laughs> I know how that is I do that a lot I
3: mean I was really enjoying the movie I just yeah. haven't had time to go back and finish it yet yep. cool. I'm, I'm you like it so way. far I do like, like it yeah, so far it? yeah
1: cool. yeah is it what you expected from a Shazam? Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah, I saw it in theaters. It's it's a pretty good, fun movie. Um, but yeah, it, it's good. Yeah, I'm surprised it's out already.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think this might be the first week you could rent it, or maybe last week. Yeah, was, it but... just
2: came out to Blu-ray because I was went I went and picked up a copy of Alita last week and I saw it there.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. What did you see, LJ?
2: I saw Hobbs and Shaw.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: is it more Fast and Furious? Yes, it's it's a lot more of that. So uh, shout out to a buddy of mine, Jarrett, uh, from a small group who, uh, who took me to see it for my birthday. It was like the day after my birthday, and he's like on Thursday, and he said, like, hey, man, like, you want to go do something? You want to go see a movie? Like, you know, I'll pay for your ticket. And I was like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. And so it was, a, I was, we were talking about seeing that or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I was kind of like, hey, you know, Once Upon a Time is, it's a it's almost three hours, so let's go do this shorter movie, which is going to probably be a lot more fun and goofy. And so, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I've heard good things about the other one, but it's definitely yeah. more Fast and Furious. It's very, oh man, especially Idris Elba's character. Like, you see that stuff in the trailer. is He's this super high-tech, like, being, basically. Yeah. And so they go into more of that. They go into that in the movie, but... Uh, he kind of reminds me of a uh, Joe. will know what I'm talking about. He reminds me of uh, you know that game Crisis. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- the suit. Basically, he reminds me of uh, like a human guy with like the abilities of that suit. Basically, he's like this. Oh. He's like this super soldier, like kind of dude. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. So Idris Elba's character was really cool, but it's also very sci fi ish uh, for that franchise. Yeah, it's kind of weird for. Yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, jason statham and the rock are really good together like the whole reason they made this movie was because in eight how they ended up kind of having to join forces with shaw who was originally a bad guy which was jason statham mm-hmm. and so people loved that you know those moments so much that they're like oh we should do a spinoff based on this and so they play off of each other really well the rock kind of it's almost like they're the actors themselves are like projected into this movie because you see jason jason statham he's got his more flashy martial art style where the rock is just this brute who's like slamming people and just using his strength to like take people down it's they play yeah. off of each other so good that's um, cool yeah i just Elvis
1: is in a hot ones uh, if you've never watched hot ones the youtube show definitely do it's like interviews but celebrities eating hot wings Really? I, I got to see it's that. It's amazing. Um, but I've just, I haven't watched the actual episode yet. I, gotta I see just that. saw the stinger. And it was like halfway into his hot wings and getting hot. And he's like, whose idea was this? And it was like that guy over there. And he was like, his name's Chris. And he goes, hey, Chris, do you know how to fight? <laughs> oh man! His like mouth was on fire. I got to see that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely check out Hot Wings on YouTube if you haven't. That's A lot of great cool. interviews.
2: Any language or anything just for the people at home?
1: Occasionally, uh, it's yes, definitely okay. language. Yeah. All
2: right. I just wanted to make sure. Not for me because I'm. I can kind of take that stuff in, and you know, and be okay. But others
1: might think it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It I, it still sounds funny.
1: It's it's a good. Yeah, so, so good the, way to interview people is to make them eat super spicy things.
2: <laughs> that's cool. That's what I watched. But uh, we'll get more into Hobbs and Shaw with the movie news later.
1: Okay. What you, you brought you up a Tarantino film. Uh, I think that's actually why. I'm watching what I'm watching is because you mentioned um, Hateful Eight recently oh, in yeah. messages. Yeah. And so, because um, I think you put that, did you put that in the movie well, news?
2: Well, so that was, I was going to put that in the news because. Um, okay, but you didn't. So, cool. so basically, you're saying you watched Hateful Eight, right?
1: Yeah, I watched Hateful Eight because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Yes is getting a mini-series. They're basically taking this movie, doing a director's cut, but they cut it up into episodes, um, which is what they did to Hateful Eight on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and so I'm watching the extended cut in episode form.
2: Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, so I didn't include that news piece because we had the bigger Venom thing, but yeah. uh, rumor has it that they're going to do the same thing with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because cool. there were some actors that were in that movie that, really, that they cut scenes out for like that, we're supposed to, I guess, be really good in the in that movie. So, rumor has it that uh, that it's going to have an extended cut on Netflix, just like that did. Cool.
1: I never watched the original version of Hateful Eight. It, uh, it's also on. As far there. as the extended version, it's very drawn out. Some of these scenes, and it's so over the top. The entire movie is like, the acting is almost like you're watching a play, and then everything is kind of like. Over the top and exaggerated in the acting of the show, okay. on the movie, um it doesn't seem realistic. Well, that's that's acting.
0: how
2: Tarantino is though. His movies are just yeah out there.
1: It's very like dramatic. Yeah, um, but that's been kind of fun to watch. And my wife was actually looking at the makeup for some reason. <laughs> She's really into makeup, and so she was uh looking at the makeup for the movie, and they had to keep it in coolers. Because they actually filmed out in, like, the winter in Wyoming.
2: Oh, yeah, because the whole Blizzard concept and everything. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: so they actually were out there, like, you know, when they're breathing and you can see their breath, it's real. That makes sense. Uh, Because they were actually out there in the freezing cold all together. Um, And so it's kind of cool because it's, like, this hyper-realistic setting. Uh, They've, like, went there. Mm -hmm. But the acting is almost like watching a stage play. That's cool. Uh, Yeah, it's it's got a cool vibe. Very... Tarantino, though, if you know anything about Tarantino, um, rated R, lots of, like, really bad language. Um, Yeah, it's known for, like, blood and gore and being, like, over the top. Yeah. Uh, That's what Tarantino does. Yes. That's why the Star Trek thing doesn't make sense to me at all. (laughs) There's rumors that he's going to make a Star Trek movie, and I think that's just, like, the biggest slap in the face to Star Trek, like, creators, whoever they are. I don't even know if they're around anymore, but... (laughs) It, it just seems so wrong to me. He should make his own sci-fi. Anyways, totally different topic.
2: Yeah. All right. So we'll get into the movies then, the movie news. Yeah. So so going back to Hobbs and Shaw, um, according to the box office, uh, this has been the worst opening for a Fast and the Furious movie since 2009, which was, I guess, the fourth one, just called Fast and Furious. And which is also crazy because it actually topped the box office this weekend. And so, uh, yeah, that's weird. There like, what does
1: it say about Hollywood? Yeah.
2: Well, so this is kind of like, it's the, it's towards the end of the summer, right? And so it's, it's August and everybody's kind of just wrapping up their summer. And so I feel like that's probably why, like it's, it was probably like a slow weekend anyway. Um, but they're still expecting it to do really well internationally because the last couple movies have have done like gangbusters internationally and so i think i forget it was like 60 million something they made like 69 million i think the movie was like 90 or something like that like to get made but they're expecting the international release to do very well bump it up a little bit yeah so and it's funny though because like it's still more than like dark phoenix and like some of the other movies that came out like earlier in the summer that just bombed uh so it's it's not to say that it's doing bad necessarily it's just it's like you got to think about like the mass appeal that these movies have and so Mm -hmm. this just happens to be like what looks like a low for the franchise but it's really not
1: (laughs) it's not doing as well for what it is yes yes a staple for some blockbusters anymore
2: it'd be like hearing that kind of news about like a call of duty game or something or like a madden game or something basically
1: yeah, or if Marvel was like, "Yeah, this is the worst." <laughs> yeah, Marvel, Marvel yeah, movie, you and you're like, "Oh, but they still made millions. They're probably <laughs> gonna have three sequels."
2: Yeah, yeah. So, and then r- uh, right into the next news piece, I did not see this happen because I was at a locally owned theater, and uh, but uh, Nolan's uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, teaser trailer for his new movie *Tenet* uh, came out during David *Tenet*. No. No. <laughs> no, not David Tennant. Um uh. so it shows it shows the actor and it and it has like it has a tagline and it and that says something along the lines of, you know, it's time for a new protagonist or whatever. And so it doesn't say like what the movie is or anything like that, but this was secretly shown before Hobbs and Shaw. And so I did not see this because I I'd go to a locally owned theater that I live very close to, which shows like a bunch of commercials and maybe two trailers. And so I did not see this, but I think it's awesome. You know, every, Christopher Nolan is considered like one of the best filmmakers out there right now. And uh, he's, they yeah. he, uh, he's been very cryptic with some of his teasers out there before. Like I think Dark Knight Rises was teased a couple years before it came out. I think Dunkirk had an interesting teaser where he just doesn't tell you anything about what the movie is until like, it's about to come out. So, so uh, I think everybody can look forward to more Christopher Nolan cool cool yep and then the final piece of news is actually a great follow-up to last week because andy circus is confirmed as director for venom 2
1: yeah kind of mentioned it last week yes uh, that it was in the talks
2: yes because he actually went to go talk to i guess the 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 studio people i guess last week and uh that's where that news came from and then so he confirmed it on his social media stuff today
1: I can't think of a better director for Venom. He's just
2: weird is... enough to where, like this movie is going to be good with his like weirdness. Like the first one was even weird for different reasons, but I feel like Andy Serkis can take that take that and kind of run with it.
1: Mm-hmm. And he'll have some and really do good special effects so more with the CGI than anyone else can.
2: Yeah, I was going to say we'll have some really good special effects come out of that too.
1: Mhm. Oh, I can just yeah. I'm so excited. I can picture
2: characters. carnage already. Like, yeah, it'll be cool. And the mocap and everything. Like, oh man,
1: that's what that dude's known it's for. It's gonna be crazy.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be a good one. So
1: that's it for movie news. Cool. Let me go to our special segment uh, that we do every week, where we figure out what Joe has watched in cooking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I've been watching more Sugar Rush
1: cool
3: Cool. (laughs) that's about it We watch okay (laughs) haven't watched anything else besides that i tried to watch a couple more episodes of neon genesis evangelion i have Uh no clue what's happening (laughs) i've heard heard that it's complicated but aren't you supposed to not know and then at the end it's kind of like a reveal why i I feel like i'm swimming through mud why would i keep doing this (laughs) you yeah
1: like you don't know what's going on i don't explained i have no idea okay I, I don't know. I haven't watched it. So it's been years what about you,
2: since I watched it. Um, for me, I, I've been watching Swamp Thing, from wow. on, on okay. the
1: on the DC Universe uh, app. Are you excited for season two?
2: Well, there isn't going to be one.
1: Yeah, or else I <laughs> would be. So
2: um, actually, I'm, I'm gonna plug here real quick. Um, I I, I watched it for uh, my friends at Victims and Villains, uh, the Suicide Awareness Mental Health Awareness podcast and organization. Yeah. Uh, he asked me a. a a while back, said, Hey, man, like, are you gonna, you know, are you gonna, are you watching Swamp Thing? So I was like, Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I was like, He, and then you watched well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, so here, here's, so I wasn't watching it at the time because I'm like, well, I don't really want to watch this because, because there's it's not going to be, in... yeah, it's canceled. And so he, and he wanted somebody who was in Louisiana. And, uh, and I'm like, I told him, I said, Well, the funny part is, is like, you know, I'm not from Louisiana, right? And he's like, Yeah, but, you know, just, you know, thematic, keep it thematic. And so, I got, I renewed my subscription. I actually had let it lapse mainly because it doesn't have a PS4 app yet, which is, I have to like watch it off my computer or my phone.
1: You haven't watched it since Titans. Yes. I, fi- yeah. I
2: watched Titans and then like, I mi- I haven't watched doom patrol yet. I really want to watch doom patrol. Cause I, hear it's I heard good. it's great. Yeah. So to, to get the swamp thing that show, it, it is pretty good. There's a lot of weird kind of things. They, uh, due to like wrap up plot lines and things like that. Like it's a strong show except for like the last episode or two maybe because it was well, origi- they're hurrying up to it was originally supposed to be thirteen episodes and they cut it down to ten. And yeah. so they even throw a teaser after the credits of the last episode.
1: <laughs> oh man. Well <laughs> I had read that they had planned on it being like that season they were gonna do three seasons and then like some spin offs off yes. of the characters. Like- yes.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely, uh, especially like the Blue Devil, he uh, he would have been a great like that show for him would have been great. So, it's it's a good show. I, I would recommend watching it if you do have the DC app. Uh, even knowing that it it's not going to continue, it was it was quite a watch and Worth so. Watching. Yeah, so I think uh, my episode with victims and villains is is coming out at some point this week. It's probably going to be out before this. This episode comes out. So uh, if you guys want to hear more from me and my thoughts on Swamp Thing, uh, you can go listen to that episode. Cool. Mm -hmm.
1: I finished The Boys, uh, and it was good. I had mentioned that uh, I hadn't seen any nudity yet. That changed, like, the next episode, of course. Uh. There was uh, just a scene. (laughs) But I don't think I ever saw... I think all of the nudity that I saw was something that you could see on like cable television, where they kind of like hide uh, okay. the things that they need to hide to get past. Yeah. Regardless, though, they it's a super dark show. Yeah.
2: So check this out. I I, I mentioned this whenever whenever I type little messages to you guys during the show. Sometimes is that um my brother, who's not even a, a Christian, not even like a believer, really. He um he he couldn't even really make it through an episode it was that it was that dark for him and especially like he was watching it with his mom who who normally like they're they're all into that superhero stuff and he knew what it was going into it i guess but yeah they couldn't they barely made it through an episode
1: it it is it's uh, pretty dark it's dark a lot of dark material yeah a lot of stuff that you just go oh my goodness i can't believe that that just happened dark material is another
2: show that's coming out though (laughs)
1: yeah is <laughs> not what i'm talking about i know i know I'm... so i finished that and then like on the opposite end of the spectrum i watched she and the princesses of power that is a way opposite <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally other <other-round>. realm <laughs> and it was good this is probably the best season they've done so far it was only six episodes and it was we watched it in a day because it was almost like a movie uh, the plot line was like an overarching story yeah. for the six episodes uh, that's how my wife pitched it to me too. She was like, "We can watch it in a day, and it'll only be like a two and a half hour movie." And I was like, "All right." Are
2: they I'll... gonna do the the Voltron thing and release like the other six like in the next couple months?
1: I haven't seen anything about it, so okay. I don't know. Interesting. But it was it was done well. I uh, I liked it, but it's still a bit. The show in general is a little My Little Pony esque for me, and I've mentioned that before on the podcast.
2: Hmm. That's okay though.
1: Which nothing wrong with bronies, but. I'm not a brony, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys watched anything else? That's it nope. for me. All right. We're going to get this TV news then. Uh, we've already talked about the cast member for Master Chief in Halo, but we have a few more actors. Uh, Natasha McEllahone. I've, I've got to be saying her name wrong, uh, but she is going to be playing Cortana and Dr. Catherine Halsey, which is, everyone knows who Cortana is if you know Master if you know Halo. I was but gonna say there's a reason the same lady's playing both voices. Yeah. Yeah. She will be people should know She makes all these the characters. AI that is Cortana. As well as the Spartans in general. She makes like Master Chief. The
2: Spartan the Spartan program. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she's not on a ton of I most of this cast members I don't know very well she was in designated survivor and then you got bokeem woodbine which you've probably seen in a lot of things he always plays kind of a secondary role he's i haven't seen him in anything where he was the main character Hmm. but he was just in homecoming and then we talked about riddick last week he was in riddick too yeah Uh, i know him really well from riddick if you see his face you'll be like oh yeah that guy (laughs) and then he'll be playing soren 066 and shabana ozmi He's playing Admiral Margaret, and she's really big in India, I guess, but I don't recognize any of the movies myself. She was really big in like the 90s, actually, in India. Way out of my realm of movies. Cool. (laughs) And then Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are working on Truth Seekers, which is like a, if you like Shaun of the Dead... It's going to be kind of like that horror comedy. Shaun of the Dead thing. was
2: good, but I I really liked Hot Fuzz. That was my favorite. Hot Fuzz. <laughs> yeah, that Hot was... Fuzz is my favorite. <laughs> that was good. I was
1: I going to Shaun of the Dead just cuz that has that horror uh piece to it. Yeah. Truth Seekers is going to be a ghost hunters TV show. I can
2: see Yeah, I was going to say I can see them riffing on like that ghost hunters format like how, like when all those shows came out, like I could see yeah. them being like ghost hunters and like all these ghosts actually being real or something. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: I'm sure that'll be kind of like the situation yeah. is they'll get scared of something and it'll literally be an air conditioner at first. And then they'll realize that it's something else going on. Yeah. <laughs> it should be, if you like that kind of comedy, yeah. uh, they do really well together, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I f- also feel like their comedy is very specific and unique. Yeah. So if you like their other movies, you'll probably like this. If you don't like that comedy, this probably isn't going to be much different from that style. Hmm. Uh, which is good and bad and then just the craziest best news i've read in so long kevin conroy is going to play batman and you're like yeah so what he always plays batman that's his thing he's going to play live action batman bruce wayne in actually yeah bruce wayne not silly batman we don't know that he better be batman how's a dude that old gonna be batman i think he'll be retired well yeah he'll be a retired
2: bruce wayne kind of like the one from batman Batman beyonds
1: bruce wayne that'd be cool Okay, I don't know if Batman Beyond will be if Terry McGinnis was in this. Oh boy! Uh, oh, <laughs> this is where... just.
2: I guess it would feel kind of like the Flash, but if CW did a Batman Beyond show, I mean they're already doing Batwoman, I guess. But oh man, it would work.
1: Yeah, it would work. Give Kevin Conroy the job, man. Uh, if those who don't know Kevin Conroy, I probably should say that I said he's a Batman and everything, but he literally is. He was the '90s animated. Voice of Batman.
2: He, he even reprised his role in the Arkham games, along with yeah, along with Mark Hamill.
1: So like all of the '90s animated Batman, and then the Justice League. Yep. Uh, a lot of standalone movies. Kevin Conroy's been Batman in. It's always been his thing. And then, like you said, Mark Hamill always plays the Joker. Yep. And uh, I'm just so excited that he's going to be in this Arrowverse crossover event, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Also, really cool to people will be that. One of the writers of the original comic is co-writing this story as well, um, so it should it should go together better than I think it will. Yeah, um, I'm seeing all these names, and I'm like, this sounds like a mess at this point. They're just getting anybody they can grab,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they are getting a writer who's going to know how to juggle this. So hopefully that'll be hopefully it turns out to be a good thing yeah i
2: think with four episodes i think that gives them enough room to at least do something decent so
1: yeah i'm hoping it's not a bunch of little cameos easter egg cameos and then it's an actual cohesive story but there's so many yeah my,
2: my mom actually uh, had made a comment because i told her like linda carter was gonna be in it and stuff like that and my mom's like oh maybe you yeah. should watch that i said i said yeah i'm down <laughs> yeah I told her it was going to be across four episodes, though, so... (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. But you can watch those four episodes. Yeah,
2: we'll catch them on Netflix when they come out on Netflix, probably.
1: Yeah. The only issue with Netflix is the way that Netflix sets them up is it's per show. Yep. I've had to do that. I've had had to do that with all the crossovers. (laughs) I wish that Netflix just had each special as, like, a... Yeah,
2: because they treat them as their own, like, television event now, which is cool.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That first... The second one, I think, was really episodic, and it kind of annoyed me, because it was like Flash's story, and then Arrow story, and it was very, like, right. singled out, but the last one they did was this cohesive piece. It was really awesome to watch, and I'm expecting that for this as well, that it'll be one cohesive four-hour movie, basically. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I've, I'm just, it's crazy, Kevin Conroy being, laver. that's the first Bruce Wayne we've ever gotten on television, I believe yes well maybe... no 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 adam west yeah. oh yeah. yeah adam west and then i think the uh birds of prey show that they had or sirens or whatever it was in the 90s
2: oh, okay yeah i forgot that was even a thing
1: yeah i think they had a batman that looked a lot like the keaton batman like the big yellow interesting batman logo um but i don't know if I don't, I don't know if that's right or not.
0: Right.
1: Um, yeah, that's going on the TV news. I'm so excited. We can get into our discussion question again, coming from discord. Uh, that's from the breathtaking STC who asks? as Christians who create content about media, do you have any biblical principles you use to determine whether a game movie or TV show is glorifying to God or not? And I think specifically with that word glorifying to God, um, it, it kind of sh- cuts our conversation shorter, so we need to kind of make it a, a broader thing because everything glorifies God. Well. Everything in the world. Like,
2: I, I don't know if I'd, I'd say that necessarily, but it's easy, you know, like we were talking before the show, it's easy to find God, you know, in everything. You can pull yeah. a lot of spiritual themes and, and things like that from just about everything.
1: And Well, I'm s- going with like the glory to God thing is yeah. like this is all for God. Right. The whole world, this whole setup that we have going on in life is, like, that's God's hand, like, at all.
2: Creation like, as a whole, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, go go ahead with what you're saying about, like, well, media specifically.
2: Oh, well, yeah, so, so my thing is that, like, I, for me it doesn't necessarily have to to have to glorify god for me to pull something pull a lesson from it necessarily like there's a lot of you know a lot of stuff we cover especially on the site that you know it it may not necessarily all be wholesome but we are covering that content to let our readers know what's in it and our actual genuine thoughts on it from from not only from a christian perspective but from a perspective as a human being like whether it's good or not as a product.
1: Mm-hmm. So, What about you, Joe? Uh, I'm, I'm with LJ, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I think that... Uh, I'm just trying to like read over the question again. Um, as Christians who create content about media, do you have any biblical principles you use to determine if it glorifies God or not? I think that... Um, Unless it's completely evil, if a piece of content is mm-hmm. completely um, satanic in every way, then that's the only time that it can't glorify God. Because you can pull God's yes. uh, word out of anything, um, yeah. Just so, about.
2: So I, I, in the in the biblical principles thing, I, I think it's really like you know, is you consuming this content glorifying God? Um, you know, Joe talked about last week how you know he was you know convicted by playing Doom three at the time you know Mm -hmm. when you know when you first played it um you know like for me uh whenever i played uh mortal kombat 10 was it was one that really like had me take a step back and go man you know like i really think that it's all about your your convictions and you know listening to you know discernment and you know whether you know you consuming this content is going is going to do harm or you know are you going to glorify god through it somehow
1: yeah or is it glorifying god sin yeah then you aren't worshiping him through that yeah obviously yes by definition
2: yes and i feel like we've said that numerous times but you know it just kind of it really fits with this question in a lot of ways
1: yeah when i'm pitching geeks and grace to a lot of people uh i will mention just because we pull things apart um content guide wise Mm -hmm. uh that the Bible and what it says and what God says is black and white, but like yeah. the world that we live in, isn't, um, you know, people sin and struggle with sin yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of where you have to go down to is yeah. like, what do you struggle with? Yeah. T- I mean, we preach that yes. on a regular basis of if something causes you to sin, they need to back off of it. Yeah. Um, but what makes you sin, I don't think it's right for anybody to say, um, this makes me sin. Therefore nobody should watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's or a, play it, or and whatever. and
2: like on a, on a very surface level to bring back up Doom again, it's for me it's like heck yeah I'm killing demons I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do this you know like kind of it's a very surface yeah. level dumb thing because that's not there's not really any like I I wouldn't say there's any like deep biblical principles behind that but you know that's like heck yeah I'm killing demons <laughs> you know like <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah I I should know where this verse is found but um if you love anything in the world then you don't love god and so there's kind of like you know if it's if you're loving something if you're watching something because um it's giving you it's feeding fleshly desires yes uh, then it's then it's not good um just get into like actual biblical verses i should know where that's found at this point in my life but I know that's like secondary coffee mug verse to John yes. three sixteen. It's would, fine.
2: I would say there's definitely a lot of counterpoints to a lot of our points as well, but I I, th- I really think like that's ultimately like where it's at from our point of view.
1: Yeah, I ultimately look at the way Paul did things, um, and that is to use pop culture to uh, preach to people, and I think that to me that's that's where we kind of ground ourselves in is um we are like be- um we're becoming but what what's the what's the verse to be to reach people you should become like them to the gentile i became the gentile to the roman i became the roman or whatever
2: Hmm. yeah that's a good yep. way of looking at it
1: um we're geeks so we just you know reaching out to that geek community.
2: yeah and and to this i would say like if people are interested out there we do have a uh, like statement of faith on our yeah. website, and I I feel like maybe we don't plug that enough, but but really I'd say a lot of you know the things we talk about really go back to that statement of faith, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. You can find that. You can go to the website and then go to our about section, mm-hmm. um, and see what we believe. Yeah. Cool. All right, I think we'll end it there. Good conversation. Mm-hmm. Remember, if you want to ask questions, you can use so um, like the breathtaking SEC did with our Discord. It's probably the easiest way anymore uh joe wait are you guys geeked down about anything else this week i'm still <laughs> listening to
3: uh, words of radiance same
1: <laughs> sweet same
3: that's all i, I got about 25 hours left in it yeah i'm getting there <laughs> nice well joe where can they find you at you can find me on twitter at joe knows games and on twitch joe knoweth games and lj you can find me on Twitter
2: and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. And you can find me streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays at twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace.
1: Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. I'm closing. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Peace. Peace. We're listening.
3: It's hey on!